If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Anytime I'm perusing Twitter.com and I come across, I said that very funny too, perusing. You you definitely emphasize the ooze, vowels there. The ooze. When I'm perusing Twitter and I come across like a ranking list or a tiers list, immediately like it. Immediately hit that like because <laughs> we can either obliterate it or agree with it whenever we jump on these podcasts. So I came across one, uh, I think it was over the weekend, littlefanduel.com was mm. looking at tiers as far as NFL teams were concerned. Mm. Not We did kind of one similar where we did tiers of trios, where it was you know the skill position players and really the big three and breaking down where each team's big three fell in that as far as that's concerned. This is just straight up team. This is just straight up all around the board, 53-man roster, what we think it's going to look like, how we think it's going to shake out come the NFL season. So I want to take a look at it. We're going to start at the top and go to the bottom this time. We always start from the bottom and go up and talk about the crappy teams the most and the best teams last. So let's talk about Just the best because, teams first. Yeah, that's it. And we're going to say if we agree or disagree with how these tiers shake out. So without further ado, tier one, the Buffalo Bills, the Los Angeles Rams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll stop right there. There's two more teams, but I'm just going to stop right there and say so far so good, right? I mean, that just seems right, right to me. Those are probably the two best teams in football right now. Rams and Bills. Yeah. And hey, they play on opening night. How about that? Is that the opening night game? Yep. That's a great opening night game. Bills go to L.A. in what could be a Super Bowl preview as they put up the banner for the 2021 Super Bowl champions. 2022. How's that work? I'm 20- not doing that. It's How does that 2021. Work? But the Super Bowl happens the 2021 season, though. I don't know. Whatever. But those two for sure, and then Tampa, I'm never going to put Tom Brady away from Tier 1 ever until he decides to retire. So he can stay in Tier 1. And, you know, the with, with as ever- much as they kind of lost Sue and some other players and Ronald Jones in the backfield, they're going to be just as good. I mean, they got both receivers back. They've got Gronk, who will definitely come back. I mean, I don't know if he's announced it officially, but he's going to come back because Brady's there. They signed playoff Lenny Fournette. They've got a good back there. Like, They'll be just fine, despite some changeover on the roster. The final two teams on the list are teams that shook up their roster big time, though, this year. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers. The only team in this, and that completes Tier 1, so only five teams, according to FanDuel, is in the top tier of football. The only team that I would drop out of this... Is it one of the last two? Of course. Is it the Packers? It's the Packers. Yeah. Just because it's a lot on Aaron's shoulders now. It's all on Aaron, right? At least in Kansas City, it's on Mahomes, but there's also Travis Kelsey. There, there are players beyond Patrick Mahomes. Name me one stud on that Packers team that's not named Aaron Rodgers, offense or defense. Because defense, I could even say Chris Jones and 
Well, Tyron Matthews gone, but still, Chris Jones is a great piece and one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. Name me one guy that you can actually name. That's a star. Jair Alexander. He's getting there. He's but didn't he there. also like not play at all last year either? No, that was Darius Smith. Mm. Jair's the cornerback. Oh, he's right, getting right, there. Right. Okay. He's getting there to that point. But he's not a household name. No, not at all. Not Devontae Adams level. No. And not, and, and the offensive not Greg lineman. Jennings level like the, before then. The offensive lineman who Rogers loves. Chari, that's a good one. But he's all it's a it's a he's lineman. A tackle. Well, Don't it's important, but I mean yeah. you need weapons for Rogers to work with. Uh, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, I mean, I know they're in the running game and they're their backfield, but I think Aaron Jones is a, for fantasy alone, Aaron Jones would probably be a household name because that's a back that's always, you know, as a fantasy player, been right there towards the top as far as, you know, people that just get a bunch of points because he's good in the out of the backfield. He gets a lot of yardage. He scores touchdowns. So maybe Aaron Jones would be my answer. Just, But a lot of that's fantasy-driven is why he's And a lot there. of that is... Probably based on two years ago, not necessarily last year. And who am I kidding? Everything's fantasy-driven now these days. Right. That's how you become a star in the league if you're not a quarterback, really, is if you're a great fantasy player. But, you know, Chiefs, I thought for a second, am I going to drop them out? But I actually, A, mm. just trust Mahomes more than Rodgers at this point in their career because he's younger. And <laughs> it's crazy to say because Rodgers is a back-to-back MVP, but something's got to drop off eventually from him. I mean, I don't think we're all going to be Tom Brady as we enter in this new era of quarterbacks where we're just going to age gracefully forever and ever. So something's going to stop with him. Something's going to, you know, it's going to reach a point. And maybe Brady's the best because he saw this. He knew he couldn't elevate just, you know, average Patriot teams mm-hmm. around him anymore. He needed to get to Tampa where it was an all-star monster squad around him. That's he had what it two is. elite receivers to throw to, three when you brought AB in. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew what he needed. I wonder if Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay almost too long and not make the jump to a more talented team where he gets players that can help him stay young as opposed to him being the guy that holds it all up. So because of that, I get a little worried. You know, you're 39, 40 years old. Can you really be that guy holding everything on your back for as long as you you have been and at your advanced age? Whereas I look at Mahomes and it's like, well, I absolutely think he could do that because he's so young. And, absolutely. But at the other side, of, but all. Also, he doesn't have to because he's got Travis Kelsey. He's got a much better weapon than Aaron Rodgers does. And as much as, you know, we might have some opinions on the guy, I think Juju would be one of the number one options on Green Bay right I think now. Juju would be the best wide receiver That's if crazy he were to, to go to, I mean, because Christian uh, Watson, right, yep, was, the only, was the only receiver drafted by that team last year. Randall Cobb's still there. Robert Randall Cobb is like 39, 34. 30 billion years old. Robert Tanyan's back. He was hurt last year. Rodgers and Tanyan have a good red zone connection, but he's not a he's, he's not, not a top Kelsey. 10 tight end. Yeah, he's not a Kelsey. When we did our top 10 tight end, when we did our top 10 tight end list uh the other week, he wasn't even close to the honorable mentions, right? Well, he's hurt all of last year too. Yeah. So, but they they really are relying on Aaron a lot and that's why again And who's the other receiver that the Chiefs brought in? They brought in Juju and they brought in um one more I don't remember. You should look that up if you're going to bring up but these facts to the, me. The, the, the point is is that the, the Chiefs, Chiefs are actively still trying to help Mahomes, where Packers have done nothing except for draft that Watson guy. That's really all they've, they've decided to do this offseason to help him out in the offensive side of the ball. It's, it's basically been like, hey, Bakhtari's back. You've got two really great running backs. Well, two really good running backs, potentially great. And You know who it was? It was, it was Rodgers' guy. It was Marquez Valdez-Scanlon. 
great. I mean, what's MVS going to do? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The one guy that Rodgers had now is no longer even there. But still, like, I mean, that worries me a little bit more. But MVS is what a three, a fourth option. When it comes to the Chiefs' offense, he's number one in Green Bay. So I think that the Chiefs belong in tier one. I would have dropped the Packers down to a tier below, mm-hmm. and I probably would have promoted one or two of these teams in tier so like two a... to tier one. Ooh. Four teams checking in at tier number two here, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens, so there two AFC go. North Division foes, the Los Angeles Chargers, and this one's a bit surprising. It's a bit spicy. A little spicy. too high for me. It's a little high. The Indianapolis Colts. It's a little high. A little high. too high for me there. Especially because there's some teams in tier three I'd probably jump up to tier two in front of the Colts. Okay, so you mentioned... Right before we started mention, talking about Tier 2, you would elevate one of these teams to maybe replace with the Packers? Are you looking at the Bengals or the Ravens? Or, I guess, really any of the three. I'm looking at the Chargers. Yeah. Just on paper. And if this is totally tiering, let, let's take the past out of it. This is tiering for 2022. 20, right. On paper, they look like a top five team. Taking out the bias that some people <clears throat> may have against yeah, Justin Herbert, Herbert oh, not making the game. playoffs. We'll make a playoff game. I agree with the additions they've made on defense, right? Because their offense is chef's kiss. Exactly, it's perfect. You, you have you have the trio. You, you have, have touchdown monster and Eckler. You, you have, but you have the trio, right? Keenan you Allen's have Herbert, the best route Herbert, Eckler, and then Keenan Allen. That's what you. That's what you need, and that's what you have. And don't sell Mike Williams short either. No, he's great. Great player. No, he's really good. And their tight end isn't bad either. So. You add the defensive ingredients mm-hmm. that they were missing last year. And but they had, I mean, they also had, they had Joey Bosa and they had Derwin James. Healthy but, for the first time. Right, healthy. Year. But now you don't just have the two of those guys. You add Khalil Mack and you add JC Jackson. And Brandon Staley was brought in because he's a defensive guru. Defense got worse last year mm-hmm, somehow, under yeah. his tenure. The, you know, decision from the front office with probably talking to Staley was personnel was the problem, not the coaching and not the schemes. No excuses now. Personnel is absolutely up to par with any other defensive personnel in the league. You got to execute now. But yeah, just the talent on that roster alone, I'd probably bump them up to tier tier one. Bengals and the Ravens. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm kind of tempted to to bump the Ravens up to tier one. But not I, I don't do it just because there's so much riding on Lamar Jackson's shoulders. Again, he can probably take it more than maybe an Aaron Rodgers could, but with his style of play, it makes me worry that he's gonna miss a handful of games almost every year at best, if not a, a more, you know, crucial injury as far as time missed. But there's just outside of Andrews nothing to work with than the running game on that offense. And as much as their running game is dominant and has been for the past couple of years when up and running at full strength. I think that can only really get you so far. I think you got to make some passes eventually. You got to have a pretty prolific passing game, especially when it comes to the playoff time, especially when it comes to, you know, late December, early January football. You got to start making those plays through the air just as much as you are on the ground. So mm-hmm. they're right there. They're probably tier one and a half for me. And there is a lot of questions about the injuries that they have to, you know, work back into the fold this year. There's a lot of players that were off for a long time that are now getting worked back in full strength. So they're they're close, but I wouldn't jump them right away. And I think the Bengals are good in Tier 2. I think they were a little ahead of schedule last year, so let's not really jump them But do you not ahead. think that they are deserving if they – I mean, if they if they make a deep playoff run, say they don't make it to the Super Bowl, but if they get to maybe the AFC Conference Championship – Say they win the North again, back-to-back years. You'd put them in Tier 1? For the next season? Yeah. Yep, I would. I, I like what you have to say about Baltimore. It's a, It's a lot easier to just say it to say 
We're going to get every one of our starters back. We went out and we signed what's his name from New Orleans, um, the, the the secondary guy. Um, well, you're just really bad I'm at just these really, right really soiling the bed all, here. You bring up all these names, and then you're just like, hey, let's look at how bad we are, and you don't know anybody. Keep going. I'll find them for you. It's gonna, it's gonna kill me. But they, they go out. Not only they're getting players healthy, but they're getting Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams, thank you from New Orleans. Uh, they, they're not only adding players via free agency, but people were praising the Ravens as having one of the better drafts this year. Right? Definitely. I mean, you get you steal Kyle Hamilton in the first round, and oh my God, Tom, how am I doing this over and over? Oh, Tyler Lindebaum to shore up your offensive line. It's a, it was a stellar draft. I just don't know if it's easier said than done to bring in all these players and actually execute when they're all on the field together. And then uh, I think the Colts are too high. They need to be dropped. Colts are a little too high. And so let's get to tier three because here's some teams in here that I think can jump up to tier two. What's interesting about tier three is that by far there's only every other tier has at maximum five. There's nine here. Wow, jeez. The Browns disagree. The Raiders probably right. I mean, but they could be a they tier could like sneak two, two and, and a half, half but yeah. probably right. The, the Niners, Niners, probably right. Yeah. The Cardinals, probably right. Mm. The Titans, probably right. The Vikings, probably right. The Cowboys. The Cowboys should probably be in tier two. They but just won the, the division. But it's because they're the Cowboys and they continue to disappoint that they're, I think, appropriately ranked in tier three. The Eagles, maybe I, a little high. Maybe high. Maybe a little high, but probably right. And then the Broncos, maybe a little low. Maybe the Broncos... <laughs> Broncos, I need to see it. I need to see I it. I guess, but I think the Broncos might be better than the Colts. Wow. For a battle between two horse and mascots. <laughs> I, I think they're a little better. I, I mean, I like well, I like Russ more than Matt Ryan. Well, you gotta also you gotta like the receiver Jerry Judy over any receiver available in Indianapolis, but I looked at Jonathan Taylor as being the X Factor there. Javante Williams. Yeah, Melvin but Jonathan Gordon. Taylor, Javante Williams. Not that much of a drop off. I don't know. And with Russell Wilson orchestrating the offense in front of I him. I feel like there's a little insulting to Jonathan Taylor, who was in the running for Offensive Player of the Year. I don't think it's insulting to him. I think it's credit due to, to Javante, Javante Williams. Williams. And, and then, Melvin Gordon, too. So it's And not then like, I look to the defense. Well, there's there's definitely more question marks on the Denver DeForest defense DeForest Buckner shores Indy. up that defensive line. And he's got, got, got one of the best defenses in football, top five, right. I think. So there's obviously a big gap there. But there's, there, what I was trying to say, I was about to – Say there are pieces at every level on the defense, right? It's not a one trick. Indy or for Denver? For Indy, yeah. For Den- Denver, Denver, I really can't tell Den- you. If Bradley Chubb can show up, yeah. If Randy Gregory plays well, and Justin Simmons is a really good safety, so they've got stuff. They've got stuff there to work with. They're young though, and Russ needs to be able to take what he was able to do so well in Seattle being that leader, and translate that to a whole new city and a whole new team in Denver. I would swap Indy to Tier 3, and I would put Dallas up in Tier 2. I think Dallas is deserving. Dallas definitely deserves it, but I don't blame FanDuel. Is it FanDuel? Yeah. FanDuel here for putting them in Tier 3 just because it's constantly. It's it's year after year after year. The expectations are so high, and they just do bupkis with it. Yeah, they won the division going away last year, though. Although I think there was a little trickery at the last couple weeks. The Eagles could have made some last gasp effort Maybe. to get there. But for the most part, they were very comfortably in the lead, and they didn't look back. Get to the playoffs, you get upset by Jimmy G in the first round in your own home stadium. Like, that can't happen. You need to win that first game at home. I think they do win the, the East the again East this again. year. 
So they are you sure? They because get, I do. Are you sure? Because you know that weird thing how there hasn't been a repeat division winner since 04? Yeah, but I think it happens this year. I think they go back to back. I think they get that home game at Jerry World on Wild Card Weekend again. And you think they win it? Depends on the matchup. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, it's tough. It's tough. You know, who who's to say the uh, the Niners don't roll back into town as one of the wild cards? And then you're in that same boat you were last year. So I would I would definitely put the Cowboys up, especially just because I don't think the Cowboys and Eagles are in the same tier. Not yet, at least. I understand that. that it is a, I mean, you could say that the Cowboys are ranked a little too low and the Eagles are equivalently, equivalently ranked a little too high. Yes, I think that's a very fair thing to say. Everyone else is perfect, I think, except for the Browns. I you think put the Browns. Them in tier four? I would put them in tier four, and that's with or without Deshaun. Okay, Watson. can I can I make one more suggestion? for Although, you? if it was with Deshaun Watson, they might be tier three worthy. But we don't even know. That's well, the problem. I lean more towards it will be without. So that's that's why that's, that's why four, I yeah. agree. But can I can I add one more team to this to this group of tier three too teams high that or too, low? too high? The Arizona Cardinals. I don't know. They've been just really good for the first nine weeks. Of Great, the congratulations! And they made the playoffs last year. I, and then, and then got absolutely steamrolled. They don't have Hopkins for a good bit of the season too. Right. So and exactly, you losing Hopkins for the the portion of the season where Kyler Murray plays really well. But you wouldn't put him lower than tier four. No, I think tier four is okay. But I don't know if tier three is. I think tier three, where it stands, is tier one is like Super Bowl. Could easily win the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, these are your Super Tier Bowl contenders. Tier two is teams that can— Wouldn't be surprised if they're in the Super Bowl. Right. Tier three is these teams can make it to the conference finals if yes. things go their way. I don't see that happening for the Browns without Deshaun Watson, and I don't see it happening to the Cardinals. Or the Eagles, really. Or the Vikings, to be honest. Yeah, probably not. But on paper, they got to be in Tier three. They're just so— Sure, they just, just so have explosive. that much talent. Maybe not, maybe not to the conference finals, but at least win a playoff game. Right, yeah. I think that's yeah, yeah, a fair. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a fair thing. Yeah, yeah. They win a playoff. Get game. in and win a playoff game. And I don't see the Cardinals winning a playoff game. The Browns are going to be a very interesting team just because of the talent around Jacoby mm-hmm. Brissett. You know, say he's the starter for six weeks or the whole year, who knows? But they're going to be a decent team. Like they're not going to be abs- Like I don't want you to think like, oh, if Deshaun doesn't play, they're tier five, tier six. Like they won't be any further down than where the Steelers would be, even without Deshaun Watson. They're they're a solid team all around as far as their roster construction is concerned. But I just, with so much question marks surrounding him, and it's not exactly like he just shows up and it, when he ever is allowed to play that all that goes away. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, you oh, you can just, like, the circus is going to be around the Browns for mm-hmm. as long as he is in the uniform. So it's not just some, you know, cloud that they have to get through the suspension and then once they're through it, it's, it's over. It'll never be over. So. No. That is something that can hold a team back, too. So that's, I just think all those reasons go into why I think the Browns are a little too high. I agree. I, 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 I will have no pushback to you saying that. Tier four, where your Pittsburgh Steelers check in. Which- if everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Probably right, I would say. To be, I'm honest okay with, with it. You. Patriots, probably right. Dolphins, probably right. 
Saints maybe a little too high. I don't know. Their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games this year. Right. Then your Pittsburgh Steelers. Washington Commanders are the last team that's checking into this list. I'll say this. This is probably the tier so far that we've done, because I don't know if I'll have any qualms with the, the bottom feeders of the league, but this is probably the tier I agree with almost every team in it. I think all five of them are pretty solidly in Tier 4. Maybe the Commanders are a little high. Tier 4, you look as teams on the outside of the playoffs looking in. 6-7 seed. That's what they're fighting for. Hoping for something to bounce their way. Fighting for wild card. Yeah, right. That's what they are. Right. The bottom wild card. Yeah, right. Because like, seven. there's a tier. The teams in tier three are going to be the teams to lock up that first wild card spot. Yes, and then a little bit in the six. So this is for six. This is for seven. Maybe these are the teams that finish in eighth place, right on the. That's what I'm saying. Game. Seventh, eighth yep. in the hunt is what we're sure. saying. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think all five of those teams will probably be relatively in the hunt for the year. Are you a little surprised that Miami wasn't in tier three? No, because. Tua is a big question mark. I get it, but the talent around Tua is really hard to ignore. And I don't think, and I think, I don't think they did ignore it. But without where, without Tyree, without Tyree, I think they were still in tier four. Okay, that's why I'm a little concerned. Is that did he really not move the needle enough? Because they were in tier. Guess what? They were in tier four the last two years without him. No one's really going to even know though until they actually play. Like if these, mm-hmm. if this connection is going to work, so. It's tough to really get a gauge on it until we see it happen, but that's what we're that's why we're in this. My, like my thing is that you put the Raiders in tier three, but not the Dolphins. Well, Derek Carr is a much better quarterback. I get that, and I get they made the playoffs last year, right? Yes. They lost, they lost the, to the, to the Bengals. Bengals in the first in round. A very good game and close competitive game. The yeah. Raiders had a chance at the end. Okay, so I understand why, but I mean the the Dolphins were at a ten and six record two years ago. They could have made the playoffs. They just they got super unlucky. Same last year, probably. I mean. Started out slow last year. Right, started off what really on one fire. and seven, something and then like won that. seven in a row, like seven something like that. Games. Yeah. I just, I, I, I would have. So I would have had no... you'd have a question with is the Dolphins really? Uh no, I, I don't know about the Saints. To be honest, that defense is going to be really good, like top five good probably still. That'll keep them in a lot of games. And think of the division they play in; they right. can eat up the Panthers and the Falcons. They twice can, a year, they can stack up even four with a good wins. De- with a, just a great defense. But still, that's only four wins, and then. The weird thing is, is that Tom Brady is still winless against the Saints. Yeah, what if they beat them? What if they pull so the that's upset six, once? Six wins right there. Guess who there. Tom Brady goes up against, too? The defense, which is going right. to be the best it's part gonna of be that the, team. The, yeah. Which is weird for a team that has been all, all offensive offense. identity is now they're in this Bruce Allen, you know, beyond Sean like, Payton era, it's defense. It's kind of like how the Steelers were in the early 2010s with A.B. and Lev Bell and Ben, right? Yeah, although the Saints teams were probably – Getting a little more bang for their buck than those teams ended up doing, but both never reached the Super Bowl, no. so you can't really never even reached a. a uh, I think the Saints, the, the Saints the got to. Title they game. both got to a yeah. conference championship. Saints game. might have gone to two, I think, during that span, but they lost. Matter. They lost the one to the Rams. I know that for a fact. And then I think there was another Packer. No, because the Packers never got yeah, there. Yeah, so I think uh, it was just the one. Either way, both, both teams both under, offensive juggernauts underachieving. It shows that defensive wins championships, right? But, uh, you know, I think I'll take the defense with the Saints, and maybe Jameis can, you know, be a maybe. decent quarterback. So they're fine there. Steelers, I think, are, Steelers and Patriots, I think, are really solid in that Tier 4 spot. I think same with the uh, Commanders as I'll well. I'll tell you this. You like the Commanders maybe being a 3.5? No, 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 no. Okay. okay. I, I think are all pretty much perfect. I'm saying that game in Week 2 at Heinz Field, Steelers-Patriots. It's going to be a good one. Not only that, but, like, 
could be massive come December. Right. Like, that tiebreaker. Like, you're not going to feel it then, but like the tiebreaker down the for road, the seven you're going to look back and that could be the game that decided who gets the seven seed. So very important game on the schedule and as well as the game in Miami on that Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to take advantage of those. Because Buffalo's winning that division. Got to take sure. advantage of the teams in your tier that you play. And the Steelers play th- three out of the five. They play the Saints, the, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. That's a good point. The Saints won't have really much of an impact on. Other than you want to stack a win. Yeah. But because it, it's at home. So you definitely want to grab that game. But AFC teams in your tier, you got to you gotta win. You got to be on the upper hand when it comes to that. Tier five, tier six, the bottom feeders of the league. This is just boring. Tier just... five. The Jets, the Lions, the Bears, the Giants, the Panthers. <laughs> Out of any of those teams, which is the one that you see getting closest to Tier Four? Oh, that's is tough. it. The Lions? I was gonna say the Lions or the Jets. Maybe the Bears because of Fields. If Fields is, or I'll tell you this: we've seen this a lot on the rumor mill. A lot of heated up trade talks between Baker the Panthers Mayfield, and yep. the Browns. If the if the Panthers get Baker, I'd put them up to Tier Four. I don't know about that. Why not? How much better is Baker Mayfield than... Um, oh, Sam Darnold? He's a lot better. A lot better? Yeah. Enough, especially if, if Christian McCaffrey That's is what healthy. I mean. DJ Moore. Like, yeah, but if, is Christian McCaffrey healthy? Well, healthy. At this point, yes. So we got to assume, I guess he will be. I'd put him in Tier 4 if they got Baker. Cause they However, got, you put him at the last team you put in Tier 4. Without him right now? Which, no, no, no. With Baker. Oh, yeah. Do you put them? Do you put the Panthers half, above? Four and a half. No, do you no, put no. the Panthers above any of the Patriots, Dolphins, Saints, Steelers, or Commanders? No. No. I wouldn't. The closest team I'd probably come to there is the Commanders. Yeah, for sure. And then, but getting to the other teams, I don't love Fields right now. The, the sample size we got of him was so small and it was so poor. And then the Giants are I think just the Giants a train are a mess. Wreck. I think they're just a mess. Right I don't now. know why the Giants are in Tier 5 versus Tier... Like, okay, so Tier 6 is the Seahawks, Falcons, uh, Jags, Jags and, Texans. and Texans. Why are the Giants that much better placed than the Seahawks? Or the Falcons. Or the Falcons. Or, or, the, the, Jags. or the Jags who have a quarterback. Texans are the worst team in football, though. I think that's... Yeah. I think that's fair. But that could change next year with a quarterback. Oh, I, I didn't really mean that in a bad way. Like they're the worst team of football, but it's on purpose. Like this is by design by Houston. Absolutely, yeah. they're, they're they're planning something in Houston. So they're the worst team. That's an easy one. Um, yeah, I mean, I really think the Giants are worse than the Seahawks and the Falcons for sure. And maybe the Jags. It depends on what Doug, old Doug Peterson, can get out of this team in his first year. But out of all the teams we just listed, the Jaguars have by far the better and most potentially great quarterback. And it's not even close there. Yeah, it's not close. However, None the, of the them... rest of the team, though, you like, out of both of these tiers, Detroit the most? Probably. I'm t- I don't think the Jets should be that far behind Detroit. the Lions. No, the Jets and the Lions are probably the closest to Tier 4. If, they, if the Jets if, had, if, if the Wilson Jets, plays well, the Jets have a lot of talent. Here's the thing: if the Jets had Trevor Lawrence, you put the Jets maybe at four and a half, probably. And also, the Jets drafted extremely well. I mean, they were That's the other a, team that everybody said just hit a home run. With other than drafts. the Ravens, it was the Ravens and the Jets who had the best drafts this year. I think that, and maybe you know who knows. We were laughing at him, Tom. Maybe CJ Uzama will be laughing at the rest of the world, <laughs> saying, "I bought in on Ten the touchdown Jets. catches yeah. for, for Zach Wilson in his sophomore season." I, I think that out of all of these teams, though, 
the only two that really have their franchise guy, or at least the guy they think is their franchise, or excuse me, three are the Bears, the Jets, and the Jacks. They're because the of the quarterbacks coming from that exact same draft Have class. the guy that think that they're the next guy. And uh, the only guy that I'm really confident in maybe being that is Trevor. Is Trevor. And you know the ironic thing is we were just talking about the Jets. I think the Jets should be the least confident of the three guys, yes, of the I three agree. quarterbacks. Power ranking three- would be Lawrence Fields, and yeah. then Wilson would be last. That'll do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. I like when we go top to bottom because we always, yeah, we always, we always end up spend a lot of time. The great yeah, teams, right. And they deserve more attention than the bottom feeders. They are certainly more exciting and will have more impact on the upcoming season. But that's tiers one through six. For the most part, I think it's pretty spot on. Just a couple of little things I would change here or there, Jacob. Feels the same. But you way. give a couple Fandle, shuffling they do. You give Fandle the seal of approval. Probably for the thumbs rankings? up. Yeah, okay. I think I don't think they were too outrageous. This wasn't an episode. The Cardinals in tier one or right. something. This like wasn't that. an episode where we just laughed at it. The no, entire no, no, time. no. It was pretty solid. We're gonna do our own rankings when we come back for our next episode, so you can laugh at us if we're wrong. We're gonna talk about <laughs> defensive linemen. We're gonna talk about guys with their hand in the dirt on the inside. Thank Cam. Thank Aaron Donald. I'm Thank sure, everybody I'm else. sure we just spoiled you on who's going to be <laughs> on the top of our list, but tune in anyway to find out numbers 3 through 10. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Opperman, and we will talk to you guys next time. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.